Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masechtas Chagiga, ending the first parak with Mishnah Ches, going on to the second parak with Mishnah Aleph. And if you are learning Mishnah Yomi, you're on this journey with us, please let me know if you'll be finishing Seder Moed so I can include you in the CM. Send me a text, send me an email. Hetner Nadarim, Porachin Ba'av, Enlam Amashis Mechuz. And we're going to be a little bit uh, tangent here, although we'll see why. There are, although the Torah was given to Moshe at Sinai, not everything that we have is included in the Torah. Some of it was, was uh, given over orally, and some of it has some sort of scriptural reference, but most of the laws are not explicit in the Torah. So when it comes to Het Nadarim, that concept that a person can get out of giving a netter, a release from vows, that's, he said, it's as if you're it's floating in the air. That is, there's no firm basis in the written Torah to support them. Rather, there's a vague scriptural reference, and the oral tradition is what uh, explicates and and uh, explains what exactly and how the process of releasing some from vows goes. Hilchah Shabbos, the laws of Shabbos. Chagigo is the laws of Chagigo, which is why this is all taking place in this Mishnah. V'me'ilo is an idea of me'ilo. Um, when you mistakenly use a consecrated object, so you have to bring a carbon to atone for that. These three areas are like mountains suspended by hair. The expression meaning that there's a few scriptural references to it, yet there are many, many laws. Isn't okay? It says Shabbos many times in the Torah, but it doesn't explain what the laws of Shabbos are. And we, as we know, there's many, many laws of Shabbos. There's entire Masechet and Shas Shabbos, and then Erevin, etc. Hadinim va'avodus hataras va'tumas va'arayus yeshalamashismichu. Monetary laws, the laws of the sacrificial services, the laws of purity and tumah contamination, and forbidden relationships have a lot of scriptural support and. Um, and and we know the laws as well. And Heinein Gupi Torah, both these Shabbos and Meila uh, and Chagiga, as well as Dinim, uh, the Avodah of the Beis Taharos, etc. These are all fundamental parts of the Torah. Okay, Perik Beis Mishnah Aleph. Now we're going to once we discuss forbidden relationships, we mentioned forbidden relationships in the previous uh, Mishnah. We're now going to say in Darshim Arayz Mishlosha. When we not teach about forbidden relationships to three or more students, because people may not pay attention, they may, uh, or the teacher might not realize people are not paying attention, and it can lead to uh, people ruling leniently uh, out of ignorance. We not teach that the account of creation with two. And this is a big discussion. What exactly it is? Is it philosophy? Is it some sort of Kabbalah? And we not teach the idea of the Merkava, the account of the chariot, to even one person, unless the person, the scholar, understands what he's doing. So that definitely seems to be some sort of Kabbalistic reference. We don't teach these uh, hidden parts of the Torah unless, uh, unless you know the person will understand it and won't distort it. Anyone who examines four matters is better than not been born. That is, it would say it's an exercise in futility that you try to understand things that we can, we human beings cannot grasp. What is above the heavens? What is below the world? What happened before the world was created and what will happen after it? That is to say, our puny human minds cannot comprehend these sort of concepts and topics and therefore investigating them will just lead one to heresy. Anyone who is not, is not concerned about the honor of his creator should not have been born. And this refers, according to some, this refers to someone who says, if no one can see me, I'll do what I want, forgetting that God, in fact, sees everything. I wish you all a wonderful day.